This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10, 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is finally Friday, July 7th. We are live. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We get the weekend kicked off. We are ready for it. It was only a, a two-day week for us. But still, you know, Friday's always good. How you doing this morning? Not bad. Yeah, looking forward to the weekend. Definitely a short week with those two days. I was dealing with some car issues this week. My car started started leaking coolant on, like, Monday night, and um, I wanted to just get ahead of things. So yeah, that was my day yesterday. I left here. Uh, I had the TV show, so I left here, went and got the rental car. Got home, did the TV show, then after the TV show, took my car down last night, so hopefully they'll get to it today, and hopefully it won't be that expensive of a repair. Are you not driving it right now? It's it's at Midas, uh, uh, so I, got, I have a rental car out there. Oh, dang it. That sucks. I know. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I got back from, uh, it was Monday night, and I pulled into my garage, and I'm like, what's that What's that dripping sound? I looked underneath my car, and there was like a massive amount of coolant coming out. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I refilled the coolant, and then it was fine for like two days. I'm like, oh, it fixed itself, and then... Wednesday night, I got home. Same thing, started dripping and dripping. So that's when I decided Thursday, just get it in there, get it done, get it taken care of. Yeah, that just makes things so much easier. Well, I'm sorry. Car terribles are never fun, especially going into the weekend. So hopefully it's it's done for you today. Yes, yes. So I, so I get last night, so I'll get to it first thing this morning. And, and hopefully all should be good. So how, how was your Thursday? How's your weekend plans? What do you got going on over there? I'm um, doing well this morning. Uh, yesterday, kind of a busy day. I had I had an appointment right after the show, and then I had some... Uh, stuff I had to deal with, so I had to come back to the radio station uh, yesterday and deal with some stuff here. And then um, after that, went home, and last night we went and saw a press screening of um, Mission Impossible. It was uh, it was really good. I was I don't want to say I'm surprised because I I just expected it to be like summer blockbuster, but. Me and action movies are really hit and miss. You know, I it's really got to grab my attention at the beginning. Otherwise, I just completely tune out. And right from the get-go, man, this movie was 
fabulous. It was so good. And it's it's a part one and part two. So I felt good with the closure we got. But still, there's a part two that we're going to have to wait like what a couple more years for. So I was kind of bummed about that. I was like, there was enough closure to make me satisfied walking out of the theater, but not enough that I'm like, <laughs> well, so what's going to happen now? Are you I saw that in your story last night. Are you have you followed the all the Mission Impossible movies? Uh, could you walk into this one without saying the past couple of Mission Impossible movies? You probably could. I have I have watched all the Mission Impossible movies, and it's because my husband's such a fan, so I've always just watched them with him. And I'll, I like them, but mm-hmm. like I said, um, action movies really have to get me right at the beginning. Otherwise, I find myself drifting off, and then I have no idea what's going on. And this one was good. I think most of the Mission Impossible movies have, have been able to keep me interested. So, yeah, you know, uh, Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt, he's you, you follow him throughout the different um, movies and there's some reoccurring characters and there's some new characters and yeah it was uh it was really good so that was kind of uh my night last night got home kind of late um because the press screening started at seven and it's like a two and a half hour movie oh. so by the time i got home and and got showered and got ready to for bed it was a little late but yeah just looking forward to the weekend i'm still jet lagged from my trip last week <laughs> i cannot get i cannot catch up on my sleep and i was three hours away in hawaii so i don't know what, what is up with that but if anyone has any good jet lag tips, I am I'm open to them. So your mind and body right now is still back in Hawaii where it's two thirty in the morning. Yeah, you're still so sleeping I'm right now. Yeah, you're still sleeping right, right now. now. And then you know, in in I don't know, like eight o'clock at night, I am like wide awake. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? So yeah, it's just been a mess. But we are so happy to be back here live with you guys, and we are ready to start the show. Let's do it with the pre-show you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Set Adrift on Memory Bliss by PM Dawn? Do you want to hear the impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? Or do you want to hear Give Me the Light by Sean Paul? Just give me the light and pass the joe. Oh, son, I don't buckle them all. Yeah, let me know my sides and I got to know which one is going to catch my flow because I'm in a divide. Those are your choices. Door. Get your votes in right now. You can do it a couple of ways. You can vote on our Facebook page. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Or you can call or text us at 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. So Taylor Swift's Speak Now, Taylor's version, is out today. And Taylor changed one of her more controversial lyrics. We'll break it down in about five minutes. And the votes are in. The impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones is a pre-show you pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick a mix, 94.1. It's the Daily Dirt. Turn it up. With Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. So Taylor Swift's Speak Now, Taylor's version, uh, came out today. And fans already noticed that she changed a controversial line on the song, Better Than Revenge. So first off, the song was allegedly written about Camilla Bell when she dated Taylor's ex, Joe Jonas, right after they broke up. 
So in the original lyrics from 2010, they go, she's not a saint and she's not what you think. She's an actress. She's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. So Taylor got rid of the second part of that verse and replaced it with, he was a moth to the flame. She was holding the matches. Here's the new line. A little like, change up in one of those songs. Yeah, that uh, that was the big talk last night, and then the six new vault tracks was a big talk last night. We uh, we were listening to to all of it. It was so it's it just sounds so great. She sounds so much older. It's crazy to me. What are the uh, six new vault tracks? Are just new tra- songs we weren't expecting to be on this album. They or? were songs that she wrote at the same time, d- that same time period, but there was just not enough spots on the record, so she added six more. Um, there's one with Fallout Boy. There's one with. Haley Williams um, from Paramore. So, um, yeah, they're, I mean, I listened to all six new vault tracks and they were all really good. I think the my favorite one was the one with um, Haley Williams. I, it's called Castles Crumbling. I really liked that one. Oh, nice. So have to yeah. check it out then. Uh, and, well, speaking of Taylor Swift, so many celebrities have attended her Errors Tour. Uh, it ends in August of 2024, so there's still time for more celebrities to attend the North American leg. It winds up this August, but Billboard put together a list of some of the uh, celebrities that have gone to see her show so far. Emma Stone, Selena Gomez, Ethan Hawke, Billy Joel, Reese Witherspoon, Blake Lively, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban, Aaron Rodgers, Paul Rudd, Drew Barrymore, Bradley Cooper. The list goes on and on and on. When you went, were there any celebrities at the Vegas show that you heard about when you went to see Taylor Swift? Um, there was, and now I'm spacing who it was. There were there were a, a couple. Oh, who was it? Uh, even my daughters were like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is posting from here. Uh, I forget. I'll, when they wake up, I'll find out. <laughs> find out from the girls. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo released her new single. It's called uh, Vampire. We talked about this on the show Thursday. It's been out for a week, but if you haven't heard it, here is what her new song sounds like. So that's the first single off her new album called Guts, which is coming out in September. And it's been a big week for Olivia. First off, this song is number one on iTunes, number one on the iTunes chart. They're expecting the song to debut in the top five. I mean, it might even come out as number one next week. We'll find out. And then Olivia is on the cover of Vogue. It's a beautiful uh, cover shot. And in the issue, she reveals her biggest celebrity crush of all time. And that is Bruce Springsteen. Interesting choice. Didn't see that one coming. No. The boss is her biggest celebrity crush of all time. Now let's go back to Madonna. It sounds like whatever Madonna is dealing with right now, it's pretty serious. So this comes from the not always reliable radar online. But they say that Madonna essentially died is what they're saying. They're saying she had to be revived with Narcan. And Narcan is that shot that they get people who overdose on drugs. But nobody's saying that's what happened in Madonna's situation. Supposedly, Madonna suffered acute septic shock, meaning her blood pressure got dangerously low. And Narcan is also used for those situations. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that tour to resume anytime soon. It sounds like she's got to do a lot of resting right now. Yeah, she does. So Threads, uh, I know you signed up on it. Did you, were you active on Threads yesterday? Um, 
yeah, more active than I uh, usually am on social media. I was, yeah. And Well, by most measures, the first day of Meta's Threads app was a huge success. Mark Zuckerberg said that the app um, had more than 30 million users sign up within the first 24 hours, making it the most popular Twitter competitor after less than one day in operation. But the battle between Elon Musk and Zuckerberg has heated up even more. Uh, It's been revealed that attorneys for Twitter sent a cease and desist letter to Zuckerberg on Wednesday. So this letter accuses Zuckerberg of using Twitter's trade secrets with the help of former Twitter employees hired by Meta. Now, Meta claims that no former Twitter employees worked on threads, but they're saying that you stole our formula to make threads. Well, I mean, they fired those people, and yeah, they said they didn't work on them, but I know a lot of them are working over at Meta now, and it's like, you you shouldn't have fired them. (laughs) Right? All's fair in love and war. We've got more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, actually right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1869. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning, and welcome to the show. Happy Friday. It is July 7th, 6 o'clock. So happy to have you guys joining us on this uh, very warm Friday morning. Already 77 degrees. It's gonna be It's going to be hot <laughs> this weekend, but it's all good. We are, uh, we are expecting this when we live here in... Uh, in Las Vegas. No complaints, people. You signed up for this, right? Exactly. (laughs) We live in the middle of the desert. These things are going to happen. Going into the weekend, do you have any show recommendations? Because we finished up The Bear and just love that show. I actually watched um, the season finale of, of season two twice. That show is just so good. And it's so funny. People that I know in the restaurant industry, the first thing I ask them, like, are you watching The Bear? And so many of them are. And so many of them tell me that that, as far as the restaurant industry, the hospitality industry, that show is the, so far to them, the best representation of their industry. Yeah. um, To answer your first question with show recommendations, um, I've got plenty of them, but uh, they're mostly K-dramas. So I don't know if you want to watch those. (laughs) But um, yeah, that uh, the bear is absolutely incredible. And I especially love the second season. I, I we loved it so much that we asked we told my daughter, like, you got to watch the first season and, and then watch the second one afterwards. It's funny that you mentioned that because we're going out with some friends this weekend. And um, I was telling my husband that I want to go to this certain restaurant because that restaurant that we're going to reminds me of the high end restaurant in the second season of The Bear, the way they have like ears to the ground and they they know what certain people like and they have meetings about this this party of four is coming in they're going to do this and i was like i want to go to this restaurant because we know people that work there and i want to see if i notice them doing the things that the restaurant did in the bear and he's like right on let's do it so we're going to do that and i'm going to be uh I'm going to be watching to see if they are doing these same things. Be more observant, too. And are, are they are they passing notes to each other? Yes. Instead of talking in front of each other, write down a note uh, when they, and they pass it to other servers. That's how they're communicating. So there's less talking out on the floor. Yeah, that whole scene, I was kind of inspired by that scene, too, in, in season two, where you see this, this five-star restaurant and how they do things. Like, wow, is that how it actually goes down? But... People that work in the business say, yeah, that's that show is so close to what they deal with in real life. Yeah, that's it's not often that you get a show that's that accurate with your profession or even a movie. Uh, I still, for the life of me, cannot figure out a movie that portrays radio accurately. I guess the closest thing that I guess would be um, 
not Frasier. I know he did radio. It was was it News Talk? Or? Yes, with uh, Phil Hartman and Joe yeah. Rogan. Yes, I guess that would be the closest thing. But even that was a bit of a stretch. So yeah, it's just uh, it's crazy that uh, that one is just so right on. And I, same, I've talked to friends in the restaurant industry, and they're like, yeah, if you only saw what's going on oh in the back gosh. of the house, if you you have no idea. Much respect. So what's trending is up next. What do you have for us? We are gonna talk about Brittany. She gets slapped here in Las Vegas. We'll get you the details. Also, Billy goes Barbie. And speaking of Barbie, the new Barbie shake is going viral. And we're going to tell you why coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears is trending this morning. Man, what a crazy story. So she says she was assaulted here in Las Vegas on Wednesday night by a security guard for San Antonio Spurs, uh, for, for the San Antonio Spurs after she tried to approach Victor Wembanyama. Now, Britney and Victor, they both happen to be walking in to catch restaurant at the same time and apparently Brittany is a fan so she kind of worked her way into his entourage to try to get his attention but as she touched him the security guy backhanded her knocking her sunglasses off now there are definitely a few different versions of stories on how this all went down one source claims that the guy hit Brittany's hand causing her to hit herself in the face. That same source also claims that Brittany was knocked to the ground, but a witness who was interviewed by TMZ says it was the guard's hand that connected with Brittany's face and the glasses flew off, but he did not see her fall. He also says that Brittany was trying to get Victor's attention by saying, excuse me, sir, but in a British accent. So I don't know if that bothered them or something. <laughs> you uh, Brits, get away from us. Yeah. Um, so in an interview yesterday, Victor said he did not know what happened. He just remembers a woman grabbing him from behind, but security told him to keep walking. He didn't even know that it was Britney Spears until the scandal broke. At least one source claims that members of Victor's security detail apologized to Brittany. Um, She accepted, but she's definitely not over it. She posted a, on Instagram yesterday and she says she was backhanded after just tapping him on the shoulder. She also said, I get swarmed by people all the time. In fact, that night I was swarmed by a group of at least 20 fans. My security team didn't hit any of them. Police are still investigating. You know, it's Las Vegas, so I'm assuming there's going to be footage or someone has to have footage if you're walking into a casino, into a restaurant. I mean, there's cameras everywhere that's catching everything. So I wonder if it's a matter of time before the actual footage, security footage comes out and we see what's really happened. Yeah, I, uh, um, I I get it with security. That is your job to protect that person that you are paid to protect. I I've seen a lot of security guards get really aggressive for small things. You know, maybe someone you know saying, you know, you're great. But then again, it's like it's only small until it's not. So I I see the dilemma there. You know, you want to protect them. You don't want to be overly aggressive, but what if you're not and then something slips by you? It's got to be tough. Yeah, they're also trained for situations like that where if it's if it's just a, you know, a small person coming up and reaching out and grabbing, it does that deserve the turnaround? And how hard do they push? Was it an accidental swipe? Yeah, they're trained to handle these situations and there are definitely those overzealous security guards out there and bouncers as well. But there's also overzealous fans out yeah, there too. Yeah, so great it's point. just it's a it's a tough situation. Also trending this morning is 
Billie Eilish, Barbie Meet Billy, the Grammy-winning pop icon just revealed she's the latest artist to have a song on the upcoming soundtrack for the Barbie movie. She posted about the song on Instagram. She said, we made this song for Barbie and it means the absolute world to me. This movie is going to change your lives and hopefully the song will too. Get ready to sob. Man, everyone is talking about, okay, just like on the surface, I saw a Barbie movie. Okay. How deep can this be? But literally every review, every person talking about it is like, this is a life-changing movie. This is absolutely incredible. And to me, that just is blowing my mind. Like, it's a Barbie movie. Wow, they're really going deep on this one. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see the whole thing when it com- comes out. Definitely a lot of buzz on it. I know there's um, there's a Las Vegas kid um, that's in it. She's got a small acting part as well, so there's a Vegas connection to the movie. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, it, it's uh, what? Oh gosh, I'm I'm looking. At, I just saw an article about her. McKenna, uh, I think her name is. Let's see here. Uh, I can't find it. Uh, Yeah, we'll talk about that when we find it. And then finally, oh, the song, by the way, is called What Was I Made For? And it comes out on July 13th. Finally, this morning, speaking of Barbie, Barbie Shake is trending. Um, A Barbie Shake at Cold Stone Creamery is creating a viral TikTok challenge. So I don't know if you saw the, the Grimace Shake on TikTok and what people are doing with it. It's really funny. TikTok users would take a drink of the new Grimace shake and then show their demise by Grimace himself. This trend, though, has a happier ending. So users are posting their videos going from looking just plain and frumpy to taking a drink of the milkshake, the Barbie milkshake, uh, sipping it, twirling, and then all of a sudden they are like Barbie glam. The best part of the trend is that there is no official Barbie shake at Cold Stone. It's actually just an ice cream beverage with the Barbie themed um, pink or it's it's a pink ice cream called All That Glitters and whatever other additions that you want. So you can't go and ask for the Barbie milkshake. You just get it with that that pink ice cream and then uh, put whatever else you want in there. So that is what is trending. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, good morning, Amy. You're caller 20. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Let's make this a good one. We've got these tickets for you to go check out Nickelback next weekend over at the T-Mobile Arena. And uh, you'll be qualified for this grand prize. Three of them will be selected. And you could win meet and greet passes and some some merch. So this is a big one. So awesome. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, your category is Caesar salad this morning. Uh, Saturday or Tuesday was National Caesar Salad Day. So these are all things you would um, find in a salad. Ingredients in a salad, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? I want to go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Amy, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, you win, and you start now. Sometimes we put this vegetable on our eyes to help with the swelling. Cucumber. Uh, yes. This is uh, the main ingredient. You shred this. Lettuce. Yes. Um, this is orange and rabbits like them. Carrot. Yes. Um, th- I'm going to pass this one. Um, it's a fungus. A portobello. Mushrooms. Yes. Um, pass on that one. These are little pieces of bread that are very, very... Coupons. Yes. Um, this is what guacamole is made out of. Avocado. Yes! Nice. Wow! Oh, my gosh. Oh my Amy, you were on a mission to accomplish this, and now you are going to see Nickelback. Congratulations! <laughs> 
That is so awesome. Amy, this is fantastic. You're all set with your tickets to go see Nickelback, and then you're qualified for that grand prize, the meet and greet passes, and that $150 in Nickelback merchandise. And if you want the same prize and chances of winning that grand prize like Amy, don't worry. We've got your Nickelback tickets coming up again in the 8 o'clock hour, 825, with heads up. And speaking of Nickelback, here they are. It's Mix 94.1. Hey, if you ever want to call us or text us during the show to comment on something, say hi, whatever, you can do that at 702-364-9400. That is our number. We were just talking in What's Trending about this whole Britney Spears thing and how she uh, tried to approach um, Victor Wembanyama and... Uh, it went awry. She got slapped in the face. That's a whole thing. And she said she was just trying to approach him and, and congratulate him on his success. And, and his security detail ended up whacking her in the face. So that, uh, that's got to be an experience you walk away from. Really uh, hurt, embarrassed. It's, it's the worst when you want to meet a celebrity and... It, you walk away with a bad experience. Have oh. you have you ever approached? Has anyone ever approached a celebrity? And was it a good experience or a bad experience? What was your interaction? Um, this one I'm gonna guess was uh, was gonna go down on the list of bad celebrity interactions. And the thing is, it's like she's the big one of the biggest celebrities in the world, and it even happens to her. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No one is safe from getting denied by a celebrity. Has it happened to you? Where you've gone up, and especially for someone like you really, really look up to, or someone you, they, what do they say, never meet your idols because they're, they're most likely going to disappoint you. But if it's, if it's someone you truly look up to and so excited, and this is your moment to meet them, and it turns out to go south, that is the worst feeling ever. I uh, I, I remember, and it's so funny because this picture just came up on my memories uh, right around Fourth of July. We were in New York one summer. We went to, uh, by some way, we were at the Subway Series, the Mets and the Yankees, and it was um, it's at. Uh, it was at City, what, what do they play for, City Field? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was on the Mets home turf. A friend of ours worked for the Mets. Is like, I can get you on the field for practice, for warm-ups, but you can't wear Yankees gear. You got to wear Mets or not nothing. And I was like, okay, fine. So I have my Yankees gear on underneath a shirt. So the Yankees come out for batting practice. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I take off my shirt. So they see I'm wearing, I don't take off my shirt, but I take off the one that's covering, <laughs> Look at these. That's covering my uh, Yankees gear. And so they see I'm a Yankees fan standing there and Alex Rodriguez comes out and I'm just like, hey, Rod, oh my gosh. And some guy says, hey, go stand by this man because A-Rod's going to come out and talk to him. They had some affiliation. I don't know how, but he's like, go stand by that old man right there and you'll get a chance to get a picture with him. So I go stand by the old man. A-Rod walks out, makes a beeline to that guy. They're talking and, and I'm just waiting patiently. I'm not interrupting. I'm like, this is my chance. I'm so excited. And... And they finish. He goes, all right, man. Well, uh, I'll talk to you later. And I go, Mr. Rodriguez, may I please get a picture with you? And he looks at me and he just turns around and walked away. No. Didn't even acknowledge me. Didn't even acknowledge me. I just walked out away. And look, I know he had stuff he had to do. That's how I justified it in my mind. But I, I, so I took my phone and I turned around and I took a picture of me with him anyway in the background. And that picture came up on my timeline the other day. I was like, that's when A-Rod totally ignored me. So imagine, like, I recently got to interview Derek Jeter via Zoom and I'm like, 
this is why you're the captain. This is why you are the best. I was so I was so disappointed with that interaction. Because he's friendly. He's a Derek Jeter seems like a super cool guy. Oh, it was so awful though. I remember there was a there was a wrestling event here in town. WCW uh, Monday Nitro was a big wrestling event in town, and, and the after party was at Studio Fifty Four. And I was up there in Studio Fifty Four at the MGM, and Mister Perfect Kurt Henning comes walking in. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a huge fan. He's you know a list wrestler. And I walk up. He's at the bar. I'm like, can I buy you a drink? He's like, yeah, sure, absolutely. So I end up buying him a beer, and I go to pay for it. And the bartender's like, they've got a tab. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, but I won't tell him. So I kept buying him beers. He was thinking I was buying him beers, but it was actually just on their tab. So I bought him a couple beers, had a great time. And next thing you know, Scott Hall, another wrestler, walks in. A-list wrestler. I'm so excited. At this point, I'm kind of wasted. And he comes walking in. I'm like, Scott Hall, I'm a huge fan. And I put my arm around him, and I touch his shoulder. And he's like, don't touch my shoulder. I heard it tonight. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And so I keep talking, put my arm on his shoulder. He goes, don't touch my shoulder. I heard it earlier. So what happens, Mercedes? I touch, touch it again. It. Oh. And he's like, he looks at me and goes, do we have a problem? I told you not to touch my shoulder. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Scott Hall is about to beat me up. He turns to Kurt Henning. He goes, Kurt, we got a problem here. Kurt Henning stands up. I'm like, I'm about to be beat up by two WCW wrestlers. Kurt stands up and realizes is the guy that's been buying him beers. And he goes, no, Scott, he's cool. He's taking care of us tonight. Wow. <laughs> so I went from almost having a wrestler beat me up to getting verified by, by Kurt Henning and not having an issue. So it was like a good and bad situation. Yes. With that split second, I'm like, oh, these two wrestlers that I look up to as a kid, they're going to beat me up right now. Yeah, this is going to be bad. Ooh. Real bad. <laughs> uh, hot three is up next. What do you got for all us? All right. We're going to talk about Uber for teens. It's here. We're going to get you all the details. Also, are you one of those people that just wakes up automatically in the morning or do you need an alarm? We're going to talk about what most Americans go by and a Louis Vuitton handbag, which is smaller than a grain of salt. I mean, it's so small. You won't believe how much it just sold for. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the hot three. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the hot three on Mix Nutty 4.1. So it's been teased for a month, and now it is official. Teens can now have their own Uber accounts. The new feature allows for parents to invite their teens to create their own account to get rides or to order food. The special accounts can be supervised by parents through the family profile in the Uber app. And then after the account is set up, safety features will automatically be enabled. It launched nationwide um, yesterday, so now... You can uh, send your kids in an Uber if you're if you're comfortable with that. Yeah, if you, I'm sure it's going to help if you're in a jam. You can't pick up the kids after school or practice or something. But Uber drivers, how do you feel? Picking up teens now, and hopefully the teens will be respectful. Be respectful in the backseat of that car. I was on. Um, I I don't know how I got on it, but Uber um, hidden camera in the Uber TikTok, mm-hmm. and it was showing just all these interactions that some of these poor Uber and Lyft drivers have with people, and just, oh my gosh, sometimes you guys are just saints with what you have to deal with, but um, there was, I was seeing a lot of TikToks where these drivers would go for a pickup, and it'd be a parent, and they'd shove, like, their three or four kids in there and, like, take them here, and these kids were not, like, teens. They were five, six, seven, eight years old. And the driver's like, I'm sorry, I cannot, I can't take them. And they're like, it's just, you know, five minutes away. It's fine. You have my permission. And they're like, no, I, I'm not allowed to take 
them. And do you really want to send your small children in a car with a stranger that you don't know? And they're like, you're fine. We trust you. And they're like, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't take them. It's against the rules. I'm not allowed to do it. Yeah, I would too if I was an Uber driver, just having three you know, kids, even the parents give the blessing. God forbid something happens and you got the kids in the backseat. And the majority of Uber drivers that I've dealt with have been fantastic drivers, but I was in two Ubers yesterday and the first one, my gosh, I was nauseous by the time I got to the rental car place. The guy picked me up at my house and just the way he drove, I'm like, dear Lord, still gave him a five-star rating and a tip because I don't want to affect me. But some of those drivers, uh, it can be a little risque at times. Well, uh, risque? What are they doing? <laughs> risky driving. <laughs> oh, risky. I'm hey. like, whoa, okay, that took a turn. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing up there, please? I don't want to see that. Oh, my. Um, also this morning, if you fall into this category, you are officially better at life than most of us or maybe your kids or your pets are your alarm clock 28 percent of americans say they usually wake up before their alarm goes off and another 13 percent say they never even have to use an alarm so 41 percent of us don't need them or mainly just use them as a fail safe overall 29 percent of people say they usually get up right when their alarm goes off and 26 percent said they get up after their alarm goes off, which includes 11% of us, yes, I say us, who always hit snooze at least once, and 21% of us who say they never hit snooze. Do you think if we did a thing between Steph, you, Mercedes, myself, uh, where we didn't set our alarm clocks for, for, for a work day, do you think we'd all be here on time? Would you get up at, you get up at 3.30? Would you get up at 3.30? Or do you mm. think your body clock would take you to maybe 4.15 or 4.30? Uh, I think I wake up at 4.30. If I didn't have an alarm, that's usually when I wake up on the weekends. Um, what's funny is I actually think I would be here on time if it was a weekend. But if it was a weekday, I would not be here on time. <laughs> For some reason, I always wake up, you know, in a panic on the weekends. Like, what day is it? Do I need to go? And then um, uh, during the week, my alarm goes off. I'm like, no. So <laughs> I think you'd be here on time. Um, I think Steph would be a little late, but she'd still be here before the show. Uh, I think that I would be, well, because I have to time out the show to hit right at 530. That's gone. I'm not going to hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I think I hit right before 525. I'd be here. So yeah, I, late. It's, it's Steph. I, I think Steph would be here on time. I, I do think you'd be on time. It's tough because I, I think I'd be early because I'd wake up at like 230 or something and use the bathroom and then just be afraid to go back to sleep. Because I would sleep past 3 o'clock. Yeah, I don't think I'd be on time. I love that that you think I would be, though. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think you'd be on time for your normal time. But I think oh. you'd still be here, like you said, 525 right before the yes, show. Yes, I agree. You, you'd get here before the show, but you wouldn't be here. When do you normally get here? Like 430, 445? 445, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'd be here at 445. No. <laughs> Let's try it Monday and see what time the show starts. Oh, no. <laughs> it's risky. That's not. It's risque. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, this morning, most of us cannot most people cannot afford to buy luxury items and especially not one that is smaller than your fingertip a miniature louis vuitton bag that is smaller than a grain of salt just sold at auction this week for over sixty three thousand dollars the final price was 63750 bucks. Now, it's that company Mischief that we've talked about before. Um, they're the same ones who sold those, those backward shoes that came out. There was a box of cereal they sold with one giant Fruit Loop in it. They made um, this bag using a 3D printer, and it's so small you can barely see it with the naked eye. It's, it's less than 0.03 inches wide, which is small enough to fit through the eye of a needle. 
So it's obviously not a functioning handbag. <laughs> um, it doesn't open or anything. It's just art. It's based on Louis Vuitton's on-the-go tote, which is less expensive but still not cheap. They retail for about $4,300. Well, it's not clear who bought this microscopic version, but... Pharrell Williams might know it was sold through an auction house he founded called Jupiter. So I'm sure he, uh, I don't think he bought it, but I'm sure he definitely knows who did. Ah, that's very tiny. Can't carry keys or anything, that thing. It just does not, it's not, if I'm going to spend that much money, it's going to be the biggest Louis Vuitton bag you've ever seen. Heck yeah. I'm going to be able to carry my children in it. I'm going to be able to put uh, my groceries in it. It's going to be huge. You buy a car for that much money? Yes. Uh, We go live on our 7 a.m. social club. That starts in three minutes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So that's Luke Holmes, his rendition of Fast Car. And Tracy Chapman, who did the original, finally spoke out about it. And she said, I never expected to find myself on the Billboard charts, but I'm honored to be there. She says she's so happy for Luke and his success. And she's so grateful that all these new fans have found and embraced Fast Car. And I really think I'm not a big fan on rem- of remakes, but I really think he did that one justice. I think it, he sounds fantastic on that. Yeah, he nailed it. Number two song in the country. A wonderful bounce up to number one. And she's making some more money off that, too, because she's the, the sole writer and she has owns all the rights to that song. So life is good for Chase Chapman right now. Yeah, it's very good. We are live right now streaming the show on our 7 a.m. social. So make sure you join us on YouTube and on our Facebook page, live streaming on the air, off the air. We'd love to have you see what's going on behind the scenes and while we're talking. Hey, speaking of uh, behind the scenes, Steph. Did you see that email that came in about something that I need to do? And if so, did you read 
the entire thing? So I think I know what email thread that you're talking about um, that you needed to do. And I think I I think I know what you're mentioning. The line that we were not supposed to see. Yes. What? Okay. Have you ever. Oh, this is good. Have you ever been on a an email or someone forward you an email saying, hey, like they, they needed to have you do something or be aware of something in regards to the email. But what they didn't realize was that there was a whole chain attached to it mm-hmm. and that's what happened oh, on this email no. and someone that was on there i don't want to say they talk crap but they're like i think they're mad at me on this but i don't think the person who forwarded the email knew that that person's response was on there so uh, so you have person A and person B going back and forth, yes. and then you need you, person C, so person A just forwards the entire chain to you instead of maybe deleting it or reading it or creating a new email, so you now see the A and B interaction, and you're person C on this thing. Yes. Oh, no. So have you ever been in a situation where maybe you got forwarded the email that said something bad about you, or someone replied all, and it was just a disaster, or maybe it was a text thing? When were you exposed to something uh, in writing that you should not have been exposed to. So here's basically the situation. I'm going to keep it kind of general, but um, we were on vacation and someone met, uh, sent me an email saying, hey, um, when you get back from vacation, can you please do this? And I was like, yeah, of course. They thought we were coming b- back from vacation on Monday. Well, here we are. It's Friday. We're here. We came back yesterday. And so I'm looking at what I need to do and I'm getting ready to do it. But the person I'm doing this for was um, was asking me to do it on behalf of someone else. And that someone else, that they had a back and forth on the email before they forwarded it to me. <sighs> so that person goes, did she even bother to tell you she was going on vacation? <laughs> I love the tone he put it. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, <laughs> Actually, well, you were included, JC, because it, co- it says, did they even tell you oh, they were no, going I'm angry. on vacation? <laughs> Wait, did they use the word bother in there? Because that, that's a trigger word. Right? Did they even bother to tell you? Like, did they tell you they're going on vacation? Did they bother to tell you? This is the exact phrase. Bother, I threw that in. Oh, i got to okay. be honest. Okay. It says, did they even tell you they were going on vacation? Question mark, question mark. No, we just wanted the rest of the staff to realize we're on vacation when they come into work on Monday and say, hey, where are Mercedes and JC? Where'd uh, they go? I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I took a vacation. I got it back to you in plenty of time. Oh. Um, but I don't think I was supposed to see that. So now when yeah. I see person A who said that, I'm going to be like, Back from vacay. <laughs> I was just like, what? I'm so sorry. I, and by the way, it's, you know, Steph always tells people when we go on yep. vacation. And in person B's defense, they responded, yes, Stephanie told us they were going to be out starting on June 26th. So 
you, she had your back, Steph, on that one. Yeah, I'm really happy that they were. I thought that she was just gonna ignore it that part, but she she get she had our back. Yeah. What that if she would like back. just like piled on top and buried us? I know they take so much vacation. No, she never told us. <laughs> what the heck? Oh my God! We've got uh, the dirt coming up here next, and there's tickets for you to go see Nickelback a week from Saturday. That's in the eight o'clock hour, right around eight twenty-five. It's Mix ninety-four point one, Mercedes in the morning back from vacation <laughs> finally <laughs> it's the daily dirt Turn it up. with mercedes in the morning on mix 94.1 well taylor swift's speak now taylor's version it's out right now it came out today and fans they already noticed that she changed a controversial line on the song better than revenge so first off the song was allegedly written about uh, camila bell when she dated taylor's ex joe jonas right after they broke up the original lyrics from 2010 are, she's not a saint, and she's not what you think. She's an actress. She's better known for things that she does on the mattress. So here we are in 2023, and Taylor got rid of the second part of that verse and replaced it with, he was a moth to the flame. She was holding the matches. Here's what it sounds like. Tweak there to one of her songs. I don't think we should play that ever again because that's from the old album. So you're just helping out whoever owns that. I didn't. That was the new version. I thought that was the mattress version. No, that was the um, that was the um, mattress no, version. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay, good. Don't play the other one, please. No, no, because that goes to Scooter <laughs> yeah, Bond, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whoever he sold it to. Okay, yeah. thank you for, for not yeah, doing no, that. Yeah, that was the new version with that, uh, with that mattress line in there. You know, oh, that, that reminds me. We play the old version of one of her songs. I heard it the other day. I was so mad. I'm like, what the heck? Are we not playing Taylor's version of this? What was it? I think it was Love Story. Will someone remind me to talk to our um, brand manager about switching that out? I was so angry. I'm like, how dare we play this version? Are we switching out every version as they come out? We should be. I don't understand why we are playing the old versions. That is unacceptable. We should go through and check. I wonder if there's any other ones that have slipped through the cracks. It totally totally slipped past me, and I'm listening to the radio station the other day, and I'm hearing, I'm like, this is the original. No, absolutely not. So we need to have a meeting with our boss about that. Well, check this one out here. So Olivia Rodrigo, she released her new single. It's called Vampire. She released it a week ago. Uh, It's been out. I'm sure you heard it by now. But if you haven't, here's what it sounds like. So this is the first single off her album. It's called Guts, which is coming out on September 8th. And it's been a big week for Olivia. So she is, that song is currently number one on iTunes. They're saying the song should debut in the top five on the Billboard charts. Maybe coming at number one next week. She's on the cover of Vogue, a gorgeous cover on Vogue. And in the issue, she reveals her biggest celebrity crush of all time. And that is... The Boss. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. No. Also, so the song Vampire, everyone's like, oh, it's about an old relationship of hers. Everyone was saying it was her ex, Adam Faze. And then she came out and said, 
it's not about Adam Faze. So then people are like, who is it about? And a lot of people are saying that she's taking shots at Taylor Swift in the song. And so there's like certain lines where they're like, I mean, the more I listen to it, the more I think it might be about Taylor. Have you listened to the words? I, I saw I saw an article about that. We're just now trying to pit two pop stars against each other by saying that's Taylor Swift and, and, and Olivia's about this. And so we want to see Taylor go against Olivia right now. Or is it just like a, a metaphor that she's singing about? Well, they've had beef, though. They have? Oh, yeah. You didn't know about that? No, no. Oh, yeah. Th- there's been an issue. They started out great. Thick as thieves, man. Like, uh, Taylor was Olivia's idol. Just loved it. And then um, when her album came out and one of the songs sounded just like Taylor's, Taylor's like, I need writing credit on that. So Are you she, kidding me? No. Oh, I had no idea this went down. Oh, yeah. So she has writing credit on um, Deja Vu. I because believe. Taylor said that sounds like one of my songs. Give me writing credit. And so Olivia Rodrigo said, sure, I'll give you writing credit on the song. I don't know if it was Taylor herself or her team, but th- th- she then got writing credit on Deja Vu. And some people are like, that's where it sold her for parts. Um and so that's just what some people are saying. I do not want to pit two female pop stars against each other, but I'm not the one that started this. This is this is something that has been kind of ongoing. I didn't know that went down. So let me rewind whoa, 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 to yeah. what I said because there's now justification. Also, Cruel Summer, uh-huh. a lot of people are saying sounds just like... That's the song, the Cruel Summer. I'm drunk in the back of the car. And then... Um, Melissa's saying Olivia took a couple other song samples, Paramore 2. Oh, boy, this is getting deep. Yeah, so that's just what people are saying right now. Interesting. And we're here to report what people are saying. That's right. (laughs) Wow, we'll follow that one. I had no idea about that. Okay, avclub.com put together a list of the best movies set in all 50 states. What do you think the best movie set in Nevada is, or your opinion? Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I've never seen it, but I would just... That seems to be at the top of a lot of those lists. I read that book. I had no idea what that book was about. I moved to Las Vegas. I'm like, oh, cool, a Vegas book. And I've read it. I'm like, whoa. Uh, No, Ocean's Eleven from 2001. Good choice. It's Uh, it's very Vegas-y. I uh, like it. I would have gone with Casino. Mm, I would have gone with that pay it forward. (laughs) And the reason why is because it shows local life here. It's not like the glitz and glamour of the strip. It's like people living in Las Vegas. And it stars Kendall Tenney. He's in that. In that uh... I don't know that it stars him. He may make an appearance. <laughs> I believe it stars Kevin Spacey. But um, okay. Um, also, uh, Vegas Vacation. I felt like you got like a family style representation of Las Vegas in the movie Vegas Vacation. You get some Wayne Newton. You get some of uh, Club Paradise. You, you really get a full. Yeah, if anything says family <laughs> style of Las Vegas, it's Club Paradise. You get a full flavor <laughs> of Las Vegas. Hey, an hour from right now, tickets for you to go see Nickelback when you win. Heads up. I think there's a difference between suggestive selling and a a upcharging someone who has no idea they're being upcharged. Suggestive selling is someone who worked in retail 
Uh, you'd go on to try a pair of pants. Well, my job was to also bring you a shirt that would look great with that. Like, hey, I saw this shirt. I don't know if you want to wear it with those pants, but I brought it for you in your size just in case. That was what we used to do, suggestive selling. Steph just got flat out upcharged on something, and you didn't even realize it was happening. Tell us what happened. Yeah, I got taken advantage of, uh, for sure, because I was under the influence, and me, my husband, and our two best friends, we were in Cabo last week for vacation, and we got bottle service. We had a Casamigos bottle. We were Whoa. We went full out, and we're paying, of course, hundreds of dollars on bottle service. And so we're like halfway through the bottle. We're dancing. We're, we're doing all... They And the workers knew, like, oh, they're a fun group over there. There's our mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you became a mark. We were the target. And what... The these girls will do is the people that are like going around helping out with the bottle services. They have girls in like really tight clothes. They're really beautiful and they have whistles and they'll come around with like shots and they're like, whoo, 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 shots, shots, shots. And we're like, yeah, give us some shots. Like, you guys want some shots? And they're like dancing with us or vibing with us. And we're like, let's take some shots with her. So she's giving us a shot. She's going to each and every single person at the table. We take our shot. She shakes our head. She does a little dance with us. Wait, she shakes your head? When yeah. You're holding like, the shot in your mouth? So she says, all right, here's your shot. She'll pour the shot into our mouth. Uh-huh. She'll shake your head. You've never <laughs> had one of those yeah. before? No, it shakes my head. Yeah, that's, uh-uh. like, that's a typical Mexico shot. I've even had that shot, and, and I didn't want it. I was at my sister's wedding, and afterwards, some lady came up to me and with a with a squirt gun. Yes. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she squirted uh. a shot. She's like, oh, you know. I was like, uh. <laughs> I was more stuck. And then oh she shakes God. your head to shake and up then, the shot. And then she takes it like like on her chest and like Whoa. and i was like ew but i'm sure when she lot- took your head and put it between her boobs and rubbed it yeah yep that's exactly the same she thing that happened maybe it's the same girl stuff <laughs> yeah. my yes. sister got married in combo no <laughs> and then after that everyone does their little dance with her and then she goes okay one two three four that'll be 24 dollars i'm like what i thought this thing was free we're like okay so we're over here Pay her the $24. Oh, man, she took advantage of us. Next time she came around, we're like, no, thank you. We're good. Yeah, because they make you think those are free, especially if they have the squirt gun. You're thinking that it's just like, I was, I, I get that. That, that is a total scam. That is a scam. $24 for how many of you? Four of us. And four of you got breast rubs? We all got breast rubs. Cheaper than a strip club. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. But... Cheaper than a strip club. Oh, man. I was the target for that upcharge. I think because we were just so fun. But, oh, yeah, we got taken advantage of in Mexico. That's happened to me with, like, um, I used to, I used to like, get my hair cut at this place. I don't go there anymore. This was, like, five, six years ago. And she, uh, she would always, like, do things that... She like I I'd say I don't know really what I want to do. Um, it, she's like maybe we should do this. You know what? Um, your hair is really damaged. I'm gonna give you this treatment and and make sure it's better. I'm like oh okay thank you. And then I'd get my bill and it was like insane. I'm like oh I didn't realize your treatment. I knew it wasn't free, but the treatment was like a hundred dollars. If I would have known the treatment was $100, I would be like, no treatment <laughs> for me. Do those treatments work? Because I had one of those done when I lived in D.C. My stylist's name, his name was Mansoor. And Mansoor, and I was getting highlights. He tells me that uh, your hair is damaged. You need the same thing, Mercedes. The treatment. And so I'm like, okay, Mansoor, let's do it. 
And he puts it, I literally just sat in the, in the bowl with like conditioner on my head for like 15 minutes. He washed it out. I felt no difference afterwards. And I think Mansoor, he worked at Bubbles, uh, cheaper salon probably, and it was like 30 or 40 bucks. But still, it's like I, I felt, like you just put conditioner in my hair for 40 bucks and I feel no difference. Yeah, I um, I don't know if that the treatment worked, but I never got it again. Yeah. So I was just, I had no idea. It's, I think that when you're going to do that, you need to tell people just so you know the treatment's going to cost you $30 extra. I was just like, oh, okay, the treatment? Yeah, sure. What if it was a $5,000 treatment? I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have been able to pay, you know? Do you need a shot girl then in Mexico before she does her thing? She'd be like, before she goes in for everything, be like, $5, or just so you know. have a little sign that says, like, shot, $6. Or and I accept sell. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my cash app. Yeah. Uh, there's tickets to go see Nickelback, 825. Those are yours. And right before that, uh, we're spinning the oh, wow wheel. It's Friday. Three brand new categories. So we'll do that right around 815. And up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? How much money do you need to make a year to feel comfortable? We've talked about this before. I feel like the number keeps going up. Is it our lifestyles that are affording this? We're going to talk about that. Also, how many of you would consider yourself a kid adult? You don't have kids, but you act like one. And we're going to talk about what you could make money-wise just for walking. What is it? We'll talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Are you financially comfortable? New research reveals that not too many of us are these days. According to a new bank rate survey, Americans feel they would need an average of $233,000 a year to be secure or comfortable with their finances. Now, it would take about twice that much, roughly $438,000 a year, for them to feel rich and have financial freedom. Bless you. Whoa! If you're not on the 7 a.m. social club. Whoa! Sorry. The, the build up of that first one, I was looking down, I looked up, and I saw that was a build up for the first one. As my mom would say, whatever I said before that was true. So that would be that you would need about $438,000 a year to feel rich. You feel ha- you need half a million dollars. <laughs> Is that after taxes and all the bills are paid? You need half a million dollars? That's half a million dollars to pay for your mortgage, your car, your That's food. what you need to make a year. A year, okay. To, to $438,000 a year. Um, only 28% of Americans say they feel financially secure and 26% say they don't think they'll ever be. And a lot of the reason is um, people say they don't have retirement funds. They have a lot of debt. Um, A lot of people rent instead of own. That can be an issue. And Gen X is the least likely to feel financially secure with only 19% saying that they do compared to 32% of baby boomers, um, 28% of millennials and 25% of Gen X. Gen, wait, so... Millenn- or Gen Z, Gen sorry, Z. Gen Z. It's 25% of Gen Z feels comfortable right now about retirement? Yeah. Good for you. I mean, they're they're doing something right. I'm yeah. telling you, Gen Z is going to save the world. They, they really are. They are, they are the generation that's going to do it. Well, thank you, because uh, you are a parent of a Gen Z child, and it's the parents that think have a big influence on that generation coming up. So thank you, parents. Well, geez, I'd like to take credit for it, but it's, it's so funny. They're just, uh, they are, they're so smart, it annoys me. 
But then I also have to remind <laughs> me and remind them that they're not as smart as they think they are. My kids are so smart. It annoys me. It annoys me. Not my kids play video games. It annoys me. Not my kid sleeps in till noon. Well, my kid did it. My kids are so smart. It, it's just annoying. It's annoying because sometimes yeah, I'll, I'll make a comment on something. Well, they'll ask me my opinion. Hey, what do you think about this? So I'll give my opinion. Opinion. And then they'll be like, well, that's wrong. And I'm like, how can that be wrong if that's an opinion? <laughs> They're like, it's just wrong. I'm like, why is it wrong? And then they go through this whole thing on why it's wrong. And they're right. And I'm like, okay. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> it's been a minute. We need, we need to get them back in for something. It's been oh, a minute since man. Sophie's been here. I know she's she's back from college for working and everything, but it's been a minute since they both been on the show. Did they are, are you still sleeping? They, no, she's up. She's on her way to work right no, I'm now. No, in Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. Uh, I think she's at volleyball right now. Oh, these kids are right. too busy. It's they, annoying. They got too many aspirations. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, also, this morning. So, um, have you ever thought? Have you ever bought yourself something? That you wanted as a kid, but your parents wouldn't let you have it or you couldn't get it for yourself. And if so, you are in good company because 65% of adults do it, according to this new survey. They're calling us kid adults, kid uh, adults who buy kid things because they never had them as kids. And it finds that a lot of us reminisce over our old favorite childhood toys and uh, four and five adults look up their childhood favorites just for the nostalgia of it all. I went back and it started It started during the pandemic, and we had wrestling figures as a kid, but not all of them. And so I made it my goal to collect all of these wrestling figures from, from the 80s, and they're these big, they were tall figures, like like eight inches tall. And that was my goal, because we only had like two or three of them. My goal was to buy them all, and I pretty much have all of them. And then my plan was, is when my nephew or niece or someone in my family gets into wrestling, to gift them, because my brother was a, is still a big wrestling fan. And here's the thing now, I've like grown attached to them, like they were like kind of on display, and I'm like, man... JP gets into wrestling. I don't want to give him these things. I'll keep them. You're, uh, yeah, you're going to be like one of those guys. It's like, I changed my mind. Yeah, let me keep these things. I'm good. Good intentions for you, but I'm going to keep them. Uh, finally, this morning, a lot of people try to get 10,000 steps a day. Some can hit it very easily. Others, not even close. And a lot of people feel like this is something that needs to be a goal for all of us health-wise. But now there's a company that's looking for a chief step officer. So maybe this could be a goal financially speaking. So this company called Jim Bird, they want to pay someone $10,000 to take 10,000 steps in one day. It's mostly a marketing stunt. It's not an ongoing position, but it's simple. You apply online and if you're chosen, you'll spend a month training to walk 10,000 steps in a day. Once a week, you'll have to share a few social media posts, including a video blog about your experience, but you only have to walk 10,000 steps in one day on the last day. So they're accepting applications until the 19th. They say any adult can apply, but it sounds like they're looking for someone who's new to walking for exercise because they want it to be inspiring to others. Um, so if you, you know, maybe wait tables and you're walking around all day, it may not, you may not got, get picked on that one, but $10,000 to walk 10,000 steps. I'm, I'm cool with that. Okay. We each get paid a dollar for every step we walked on Thursday. How much are you getting paid? Can you pull up your Thursday, steps? Thursday, uh, Steph, pull up your steps yesterday. Let's see here. Uh, mm -hmm. what day was Thursday yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, what are you at? Um, I got mine. What do you got? I got 7,046 steps. 
I got 9,622 steps. Dang, you're getting paid big. I walked a lot. I walked a lot yesterday. Uh, I have 5,608 steps. What about today? Um... 1,502. Six. No, just kidding. <laughs> Someone carried me in here. <laughs> Matt carried her to the car. She drove. Steph, Steph went out and got her. And then we, we, rolled we, her pushed her to, we pushed her to the restroom and everything. Nickelback is going to be in town a week from Saturday. You're going to be at that show. Your ticket's coming up at 8. It's something I never thought of. I never actually noticed it until my daughter pointed it out uh, this week. Do you have you ever been to the yard house for dinner, lunch, anything? Yeah, they got one inside Red Rock. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, um, we were at the one inside Red Rock just the other day, and we were uh, having lunch before we went to see a movie. What movie did we go see? Indiana Jones. Yes, you are correct. We went and saw Indiana Jones, but we stopped by Yard House. To eat first, and we're sitting there and just listening to the music. And I never really noticed their playlist at the yard house. It's very like classic rock oriented. I think we heard like more than a feeling. Some Boston, yeah. Yeah. Um, we heard. Uh, Do you hear um, this? Oh, I'm sure it the played. Boss? Yeah. I think we're bad to bone. Oh, I can, yeah. Yeah. You're sitting there, yeah. Yard house or waiting, and your thing buzzes, your table's ready. All hits. All hits. You look George Thurgood. I think that played. Because we're just, we were listening to the music, and I, I look at my daughter, she's sitting across from me, and she's her wheels are turning. And I see her kind of looking up and listening to the music. And she turns to, to my youngest daughter. She goes, Brooklyn. And they look at each other. She goes, can you believe that when we come to Yard House as adults, they're going to be playing our music that makes us feel old? And Matt and I just look at her and we're like, what? She goes, yeah, isn't it weird that when we're old and we come to the Yard House, they're going to be playing Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> and I just started laughing. I'm like, that's your that's your old music? She goes, Yeah, when I hear Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj, I feel old. <laughs> she feels old now, or she's saying twenty years from now when she goes there with her kids or her family or by herself, whatever, this is gonna be playing this classic rock. She said that this was her two thousands and two thousand tens people. These are the people that she grew up listening to. And Yes, these are like her childhood songs. Now, granted, she's still in her teens, but still, this is the stuff that she thinks will be her yard house music. When she goes as an adult, it's going to be Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj. (laughs) 20 years now, Katy Perry is to George George Therapy today. even my old music this is like our parents yeah. old music and she's like okay so what's what's your yard house music and i thought that's an excellent question what is your yard house music you go to yard house and you hear a song that makes you think oh man this this was playing in my day when i was growing up i said there's two there's two artists that i could hear that'll make me be that that i would put on my yard house music it would be this one right here Yard House starts playing Alanis, or maybe they already do. 
That's my yard house music. And my other yard house music, not this song necessarily, but this band. Hella good. No doubt. Anything by no doubt. Specifically off of the Tragic Kingdom CD. That's that's my yard house music. What's your yard? Yeah, yeah, more like this. Yeah. Like spider webs. Yeah. This is my yard house music. What is your yard house music? 702-364-9400. What is it for you? Well, I'm thinking a little differently. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, thinking, sorry. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking if, if Brooklyn and Sophie go to yard house in, in 20 years, what's going to be playing then? I think we're going to have stuff like Fall Out Boy. She wants to dance like if you're at Yard House in 2032, the year's 2043, you're at Yard House, you might hear this. The kids would be like, is that, is that Imagine Dragons? Like, yeah, it's Imagine Dragons. It's time. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I think, like, Drake. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else that they were growing up on. What would, what would be yours? Oh, so, yeah, I'm thinking 90s stuff, too. Um, Green Day. Green Day, Nirvana, Pearl Jam. I'm going grunge. I heard Green Day in the grocery store, and I was like, oh, dang. Darn it. Oh, my gosh. And I heard No Doubt in the grocery store. When your band hits the Albertsons playlist, oh, (laughs) dear Lord, it's a sad day. It's going to happen to you one day. It will. It will. Rocking out to you, too, as I'm getting my produce. I'm like, no, it's not supposed to happen. I'm literally going to make a playlist today that's called Yard House Playlist. It's not going to be the songs that I'm going to put all those groups on there. Nickelback is going to be here uh, a week from Saturday, and we've got your tickets when you win Heads Up. And you also qualify for that grand prize, which is meet and greet passes. That's coming up at 825. It's Mercedes in the morning. guest vetoer on the phone. It's Nico. Hey, Nico. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Thank you, you for having me. Oh, thank you for being our guest vetoer. We're giving the wheel a big spin. One of us is going to play a song that makes you say, oh, wow. But ultimately, it's up to you if the person it lands on gets to play their song. A new uh, set of categories this week. It is slowing down. It has landed on... It landed on me, Nico. It landed on me. Okay, so here's the deal, Nico. If you give me the veto, which if you do, don't take it personally, um, it will move to Steph's song, okay? Okay. So it's it's either going to be me or Steph. So this week, my brand new category, since we were just talking about songs from the 2010s, my daughters were talking about their yard house songs. I thought that's a great decade that often goes ignored, completely ignored. So my category this week is songs from the 2010s. And my song is by an artist that I associate with the 2010s, a band actually, and who has recently um, been announced as an opener for Taylor Swift when she goes and tour in Europe, and that's oh. Paramore, and the song is Ain't It Fun. Play or no? Oh, I think we gotta do it. Yeah! yeah. Two album last night. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Mercedes, that's a solid category. I'm looking forward to getting that. 2010s, man. The the that is like the underrated decade of music. Yeah. So now we're gonna explore that. That was my category, and Paramore was my song for the Oh Wow Wheel this week. If I would have gotten the veto stuff, it was gonna go to you. What's your category and what's your song? My category was a song with a body part in the title. I took it back. <laughs> hey, you be clean, guys. I took it back to 1991's <laughs> Pretty. Brown Eyes by Mint Condition. I can't wait for this one. What was that song? Detachable oh, Pinata? Oh. Is there a song called that? I've oh, never yeah, heard of that in the before. 90s. Yeah, guys, oh, he's got his uh, privates that are detachable. It oh. wasn't your cover band, JC. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> All right, so JC, you were in the mix this week, but what um, was your category and song? Okay, so my, this is a song. I was in California last weekend, and I think because I was in California, this song has been in my head all week. I'll give you the song first. The song is Tupac. <laughs> California Love. We wanted to get it out there, but I'm thinking this morning, okay, what category could I kind of customize around this song? So my category I'm going with is a song from a deceased singer. Oh, okay. That would be Tupac's California Love. Awesome. Great categories. This will be interesting these next couple of weeks with these categories. I love it. So there you guys go. And now we've got... uh, some time to win here for you you know these tickets have been just like people have been going crazy for them and your chance right now to see nickelback with heads up we've got your tickets to check them out over um at the t-mobile arena on july 15th courtesy of live nation and you'll also be entered in the grand prize there's three of them that we are giving away in this grand prize drawing and that's a pair of meet and greet passes Along with 150 bucks worth of merch from Nickelback, courtesy of BMG. Who wants to play Heads Up right now? We have your category. The category is On the Barbie. And you get to pick your partner. If you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to see Nickelback. Easy as that. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is my, my, your caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. All right, we want to.
to get you these tickets to go see Nickelback. That show's going to be amazing. You'll also be entered in that grand prize drawing. We have three of them, and that's meet and greet passes and $150 worth of merch. So your category is on the Barbie. And this is um, because Tuesday was National Barbecue Day. These are all foods you would barbecue, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. All right. Let's do this. You got it, ladies. My, you got 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct and you win and you start now. Some people like there's medium, medium, rare. uh, Steak? Yes. Um, When you chop these, you'll probably start crying. They make your eyes. Yes. This is, um, these are like, you put this on the Barbie in Australia. Uh, Ribs? um, No, it's a, you can make it um, with cocktail sauce. Um. Shrimp. Yes. This is uh buck buck. Uh I'll take the breast. You can bacon. have the yes. Um this is I don't have bacon for breakfast. I have this meat instead. Um, pork. And, um what is it called? Turkey. It's in a little tube thing. Um sausage. Yes. Um I, I I'm gonna oh I'm gonna pass that. I'm gonna pass that. This is um this is uh made salsa is made out of this vegetable slash Tomato. fruit. Yes, yes. nice you got it, my congratulations! My, you're all set. You're going to go see Nickelback. That that concert is a week from Saturday. And you're also qualified for that grand prize, which is the meet and greet passes to meet the band. And then also that $150 in Nickelback merchandise as well. Uh, if you want these Nickelback tickets, Heather, she's got a pair for you coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. from Matchbox 20 called Wild Dogs. It is 8.35. Question for you. Would you rather be the funny one in a relationship or would you rather be with someone who is the funny one? And what's your current situation? Are you the funny one or is your wife the funny one? Laura is definitely the funny one. And I love the situation. I love this because to me, the funny one, too, is also the more outgoing one. And, and so when we go to an event or we go to we're at a Fourth of July barbecue this past week and to go there, I know that she's going to carry everything. She's going to be the one with the, the funny stories and stuff and the more outgoing one. And there's if you're there's less pressure if you're not the funny one. So in my eyes, she she carries things and I can just kind of go in there. And if I want to jump in with a tale or a story or something, sure, I'll, I'll step in there. But she is definitely the more funny one. And I like that situation. Steph, what is your situation currently? Ah, that's hard to tell because I I think James is funny. I think he has his funny moments, but I think I'm funnier. I think that I have my funnier and I think it has a lot to do with our industry. Like we're in radio. We're here to entertain. We're here to tell stories. And when he's telling a funny story, sometimes his punchline doesn't come in right. I'm like, oh, he could have he worked <laughs> Your on that. timing. Yeah. But I do think that he's funny. I just think that I'm I'm a little funnier. Well, you see all these like um, surveys about uh, asking, they ask people like, what is the most attractive quality that someone could have? And most people will say that it's sense of humor or someone who makes them laugh. Um, so it's interesting that one of you is not getting that in the relationship. If there's, or can you have two equally funny people in a relationship? I think one's always a little funnier. 
There's always one that you may have your moments, but there's always that one that is the standout when it comes to being funny. You got to pick one between you and Matt. Who is the funnier out of the two? Oh, him. Without a doubt. Like, not even a second to think about it. He is so funny. Um, And it's a similar situation to, to your relationship. I know that I just, when we go out, just let him go. I'm I'm good. I can sit there all night and just listen and people are going to love his stories and he's going to talk. There are times I have to rein him in, though. I have to because he'll start going on a little bit longer than he needs to. And we always have the hidden signal. And that is me tapping him on the leg. Just a little tap, tap, tap. Like, let's wrap it up here. Um, And the worst is when I do that. And he's feeling like Randy that night and he'll be like, oh, I better stop. She just tapped me on the on the leg. And I'm like, then I look like the jerk. But he is 10 times funnier than I am. And I think people expect me to be the funny one just because of what we do for a living. But then they're sorely disappointed when (laughs) when we go out (laughs) because I'm not. not. I just kind of sit there and listen to his stories. I think we need to change the uh, because we have kind of the same thing with that with that tap, tap, tap. But for for us, it's a it's a leg grab or some kind of squeeze or something. If I'm saying something or carrying on or something and, and Laura needs to bring me in or wrap it up or the same thing with her. But there'll be situations where we're at dinner recently and I'm talking to uh, the two guys next to us just having a great conversation. And I feel kind of like the, the leg tap. And I'm like, oh, so I quickly wrap up what I'm saying. And I turn to her. And um, later on in the evening, I said, like, why did you wrap me up? She's like, I didn't. I'm like, you gave me like the leg squeeze. She's like, it was a total accident then. So I think we need different signals because I've got that before where it's an accident. But I think it's the wrap-up sign. What, what other signal could you give without being uh, conspicuous? I mean, uh, you can't just, like, do a rap sign up in the air. you got to, <laughs> at some point, be secretive about it. Point I think that's watch. the only way to go. Yeah, I guess you mm, could do that. Wrap it up, kid. Yeah, it's time. Look what, oh, look what time it is. And your, st- <laughs> your story's still going. Maybe we should uh, end that right here. We have, uh, it's Fridays. We have the Friday Rewind, which starts at 9. What song do you want to hear? Let us know. 702-364-9400. Then we also I have up next the hot three. What do you have for us? Comes to cities that have like great recreational activities. Where do you think Las Vegas ranks on the list? What is the best and worst city for recreation? And one of us is going to be really embarrassed because one of our cities is on the list for the worst. We'll tell you oh, which no. one it is. Also, um, when you get dressed and you want to look a little sexy. What is your go-to move when it comes to clothing? And um, a lot of topic or a lot of people have been talking about etiquette when it comes to concerts and throwing things on stage. Let's talk about a couple of concert etiquette questions and see what you guys think coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Staying active, it's important for both our physical and our mental health. And living somewhere that encourages that is the best way to do it. And some places offer a wide a range of leisure activities, uh, making it easier to, easier to maintain an active lifestyle. And this new report is out. It tells us where those places are. So they compared the 100 largest U.S. cities on 48 key metrics in the categories of entertainment and rec facilities, cost of living, 
quality of parks, weather, and Las Vegas is number one. Nice. The best city for recreation overall coming in um, at number two for entertainment and rec facilities and in the top 20 for weather. Overall, uh, Orlando, Florida was second. Um, New York City was um, first for quality of parks and stuff, but um, didn't make the top 10 as a whole. Um, So it went Las Vegas, Orlando number two, Tampa number three, followed by Cincinnati and Atlanta. Now on the other end of the spectrum, let's uh let's go through where we're from. And one of one of our hometowns is the worst when it comes to cities for recreation, okay? Mm-hmm. So I am from Littleton, Colorado. Littleton is a suburb of Denver. It is in the southwest part of um the Denver metropolitan area. It is uh in Jefferson County. There was a reason we called it Little Fun, because there was not a lot to do there. Mainly, we would hang out at fast food restaurants and find out where the parties were. So I did have a sledding hill behind my house, which was a recreational activity. So that is where I'm from. Go ahead. Uh, I am from New Hope, Pennsylvania, and we're right there on the Delaware River. Um, there's, there's, you can do all kinds of stuff on the river. There's skiing close by. There's a place called Bell Mountain where you can go. See, you can be skiing within 20 minutes from my parents' house. Lots of activities there, but I'm thinking broader picture. That's in Bucks County, uh, which is a suburb of Philadelphia, and I'm, 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 I'm going to say that Philadelphia is at the bottom of the list. Oh. The major city that I live by. I'm just taking a guess. Okay, I know well, you didn't reveal anything. I didn't see anything, but I'm guessing Philly's at the bottom of the list. Okay. Uh, Steph, go ahead. I am from Chula Vista, California. It's a suburb of San Diego, just 10 miles north of the Mexico border. There's the east of Chula Vista where there's tons of beautiful parks. There's Mountain Hawk Park. And then the far west of Chula Vista, it's just off the San Diego Bay. So there's also beautiful parks there, roller skating, maybe rollerblading, and maybe some skateboarding. So I can maybe see there isn't too much to do, but maybe some more on on the west side where the Bay Area is. Okay, so let's go with the three here. We've got Littleton, Colorado. JC, I'm not going to let you change yours to Philadelphia. It's not Philadelphia. you got to go with New Hope. New Hope, Pennsylvania. Okay, where you're from. Okay. Uh, New Hope and Chula Vista. Put your votes in now. Who you think has, is coming from the city with the the worst recreation in 2023? We're saying these are major cities. I don't think New Hope, I don't think you're looking at New Hope, Pennsylvania on the list. So I'm, I'm still going to say um, New Hope, Pennsylvania. What? what? This is you said it's a major city. There's no way. A hundred. They looked at a hundred. So is that one of the one hundred? Oh, I see what you're saying, JC, because you think it's too small that I mean, it didn't even make the town. list. It didn't make the list. Okay, so it's not yours. Okay, we'll just throw you okay. out. Okay, so it's me or it's you, Steph, Littleton, Colorado, or Chula Vista, California. I think it's Chula Vista. I'd already made a bottom of the list on another survey. So I'm going to think it's Chula Vista just because it's, there's so much more to do in San Diego that no one is doing anything in Chula Vista. And you are correct. Chula Vista, uh, Chula Vista California is the worst city for recreation coming Aww. in at 97th for costs, 99th for entertainment and rec facilities. Um, so, yeah, yeah, what a bummer. Hey, but, yeah, it, it shouldn't count because, like, San Diego's right there. That's like with you, JC, New Hope. Philadelphia's right there with me, Littleton, Denver's right there. It's like we come from smaller towns outside the bigger cities. But if you rank, okay, let's rank the closest big cities near us. Just our personal opinion. So you have San Diego, you've got Denver, you've got Philly. Who do you think would be at the bottom? How would you rank those three in your mind? Uh, For recreational activities, I would go San Diego, Denver, Philly. 
but I've never been to Philly, so I don't really have anything. I I don't really know what's going on there. I've been to all three, and I, I would same way as you. I'd rank them: San Diego, I go Denver second, Philly last. Uh, I've never been to Denver, but I have been to Philly. I would rank San Diego number one. Number two, Denver. I feel like there's a lot of things to do in Denver. Yeah, there's a ton. Philly, I just went to the Rocky Stairs. <laughs> hey, that's something. That counts it's for active. something. It's active. Uh, also this morning, guys, have you ever caught yourself looking in the mirror and trying to figure out how many shirt buttons should you unbutton before going out? Do you, st- do you stay up top? Bring it down low. A new study <laughs> has come out asking people um, about w- how you dress and what is sexy to other people 40 percent of people say it is the sexiest when men unbutton the top two buttons of their shirt 38 percent of people say one button is good 12 percent say no buttons is good <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna walk out with no <laughs> all buttons. the way up um among men though the most popular answer was one button so women are pushing the unbuttoning not men some other results uh what what are your thoughts on um men over 50 that wear sneakers. Oh, I think it works. Absolutely. You think yes? Yeah, I think it does. I, I, don't, I don't do it. Uh, I've always been intrigued by that lifestyle. But yeah, I have plenty of buddies that are over 50 that wear cool sneakers. Yeah, I'm for it. What about Birkenstocks? Um, if you're cool with it, yeah, that's not my thing. Birkenstocks? Men over 50 in Birkenstocks. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's fine. Okay. Well, actually, they say no matter your age. So 22% of people think men over 50 look sexy in sneakers. 72% say Birkenstock sandals are not sexy no matter what your age is. Uh, Steph, what about this one for you? Uh, men's jewelry. Men that wear jewelry. Hot or not? Ooh, are we giving an age? Uh, no age on this one. I think it's hot. I actually think men with some stud earrings is pretty good. Uh, I met a guy. He was a he had like plugs. I'm like you're rocking the plugs. I like I like men with jewelry. The it says on on this the majority of people say they are not turned on by men's jewelry, but it was very close. It was very close. Um, JC, how about people in baggy clothes, sexy or not? Uh, I say not sexy. I'm I'm still skinny and tight when it comes to my clothes. So I I like the skinny and tight look. So I'm going to say, uh, if I have to pick one, I'm going to say not sexy. Sixty five percent of people say baggy clothes are a turn off. Um, Steph, glasses. Ooh, glasses. And we're talking about clear glasses, not like sunglasses? No, yeah, clear glasses. I think they're sexy. I think if people know how to rock their frames with their face and the, the way it's shaped, hot. Okay, um, and last one. You give yourself the last one. Okay, um, how long should a man's shorts be? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, I think they should be just above the knee. Not maybe a little, maybe like three inches above the knee. I like that. I think there's like maybe 10 inches as far as for like for length for shorts. I think six is pretty short. Oh, Five I or thought six. you meant 10 inches above the knee. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't need to be seeing what's going no, on. No, 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 That's no, no, no. a speedo. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I, I say just above the knee. Um, and most people say that 19% say shorter than that. 17% say below the knee. I I, I don't like. Yeah. Below, below the knee is still too long right now. Yeah. As far as style. We've got our Friday rewind and we're going to start it here in three minutes. What song do you want to hear? You can give us a call. Send us a text message. Our number 702-364-9400. It starts in three minutes. If you want to be my lover, 
Did you have a favorite or do you have a favorite Spice Girl? It was always posh. Was it? Yep, it was always posh. Posh. I love her. I still love her. She's still your favorite? She's still my favorite. I love that girl. It is now time. <laughs> it's now time for the Friday Rewind Quiz. Okay, this is when we take it back to another year. Try to figure out what the song is from that year, except that it's played backwards. What year are we going with? 2005. Okay. Now, let me paint the picture. If you were to go see a movie in July of 2005, the two big ones were Wedding Crashers and then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. Those are the two big movies. Okay, gotcha. So here we go. Here's the song. Play backwards. You simply just have to tell me what, uh, what the song is. Here we go. Coldplay song. Mm -hmm. The question is which one? I think I could be wrong. I'm just going to say clocks. I don't know. It's not. It's, it's not, not clocks. clocks. Oh. I'm giving Mercedes a look. I'll let you give one more shot here. The 2005. Speed of sound. Speed of sound. I got half a point for that you one. Do. I guess you get half a point yeah. in my mind. Are you kidding me? And Chris Martin's voice forwards or backwards? It's it, you can tell it's him, but I just could not tell what the song was. Yeah, speed of sound, and so the song spent ten weeks on the charts. It peaked at number eight. On July 7th of 2005, it was at number 21. It was on its way down from its peak at number 8. But here it is, Coldplay, Speed of Sound. It's Mix 94.1. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears is trending this morning. She says she was assaulted here in Las Vegas on Wednesday night by a security guard for the San Antonio Spurs uh, from the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs after she was trying to approach Victor Wembenyama. Um, she and Victor both happened to be walking into the restaurant catch at the same time. And apparently Brittany's a fan. So she kind of worked her way up to his entourage and tried to get his attention. But as she touched him, the security guy backhanded her, knocked off her sunglasses. There are a few different versions as to what happened uh, when it all went down. But one source says that the guy claimed or the that uh, claims that the guy hit Britney's hand, causing her to hit herself in the face. That same source also claims Britney was knocked to the ground, but a witness who was interviewed by TMZ says, no, it was the guard's hand that connected with Britney's face and the glasses flew off. He did not see her fall, though. He says he also uh, noticed that Britney was trying to get Victor's attention by saying, excuse me, sir, but she was saying it with a British accent for some reason. <laughs> um, at least one source claims that members of Victor's uh, security detail 
detail, did apologize to Brittany. She's definitely not over it, though. She did an Instagram post yesterday saying she was backhanded after she simply tapped him on the shoulder. And she wrote, I get swarmed by people all the time. In fact, that night I got swarmed by a group of at least 20 fans. My security team didn't hit any of them. Police are still investigating. Yeah, you would think that there's going to be security footage. There's security all over these casinos. If you've seen the casino walk into a restaurant, so maybe the security footage will come out and we'll see what happened. But we talked about earlier, some of these security guards can get overzealous. When you say backhand, that sounds very aggressive to me. If, Wait, get off! Versus just turning around saying, no, 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 and kind of putting hands out the block and protect the guy. I understand that. But if you're talking the person turned around and backhanded or slapped, that's a very, very aggressive move. There's Yeah, there's not an excuse for that unless you feel that their life is in immediate danger and maybe that security guard did um i don't know uh it, it, you just never know these days i see it from both perspectives mm-hmm. um like i said earlier uh it, it, you know the fans just being fans are harmless until they're not harmless you know and and you don't ever want to take that chance or let that happen on your watch but at the same time it's like she was just trying to say hello i mean come on relax yeah you know? just yeah maybe you said the accent what you britney spears talking british i'm confused um also this morning billy eilish she's trending she uh she's gonna meet barbie apparently the grammy winning pop icon just revealed she is the latest artist to have a song on the upcoming soundtrack for the barbie movie she posted about the song on instagram saying we made this song for barbie and it means the absolute world to me this movie is going to change your lives and hopefully the song will too get ready to sob the song it's called what was i made for and it comes out on july 13th have you heard it yet because you kind of hear these songs before the rest of the country does have you heard anything about that song or heard the actual song huh <gasps> what you heard it no, i did not say oh. that i did not say Blink that once if it was good twice if you're not a fan of it well finally this morning ah, she's coming to rise i can't see her face <laughs> barbie shake is trending this morning uh and so is cold stone creamery speaking of barbie a barbie shake at cold stone creamery is creating a viral tiktok challenge unlike the grimace shake where tiktok users would take a drink and then show their demise by grimace himself this trend has a happier ending you Users are posting their videos going from looking plain and frumpy to fabulous and fancy after just taking one sip and and twirling. The best part about this trend is there's not actually an official Barbie shake. You just got to go to Cold Stone and get one of their ice cream beverages with the Barbie themed all that glitters is pink cotton candy ice cream and whatever other additions you want. And then, boom, you've just created your own Barbie shake. And that is what's trending. You heard it. I can't hear you. I don't know this connection. It's weird. That was a nice little request. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us today. Word to your mothers. We are leaving. (laughs) We will be back on Monday with some really cool prizes. We're going to have more Nickelback tickets for you. We'll also have tickets to see Ed Sheeran. And, of course, on Monday, we're going to be playing Beat Mercedes. Steph, tell us um, what is the diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers worth this week? $1,600. Hundred dollar diamond pendant on Monday. Start practicing. Try to beat me. Uh, as far as a song goes, can you guess it faster than I can? I'm going to be practicing. Are you? So let's uh, let's see you on Monday morning. We are out of here. Are you guys uh, good? Have We're a good, good weekend. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, uh, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns Monday morning.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 